0: Been looking for answers, some kind of sign, a deeper meaning, but not much to find, except the sun on my face, and it feels right, had gotten used to the silence of the night.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Diddy Hendricks, a.k.a. Diddy Quarantino, a.k.a. NBA Youngboy, a.k.a. The Mayor, a.k.a. The Congressman, a.k.a. Him over there, a.k.a. The Quickest Hand in the Southwest, a.k.a. Jason Lee about to be Hollywood blocked. <laughs> um, and on the hotline, as always, is my wonderful and gracious co-host.
2: Hey y'all. It's your girl, Allie Nicole, aka your favorite little shit talker. AKA that bald-headed badass. AKA Mrs. I'll hold a brick for you, Daddy. Season is back. AKA Mrs. A, uh, kill him with a little flight of the Bumblebee. <laughs> AKA Mrs. Death to square front shoes. I'm tired, I'm tired. Okay. And finally, that little baby. Who, mm, I'm real close to listening. I was so close. I was. Mm, I was right there. But um, Calvin. First of all, shout out to all the Baltimore niggas on 222. Two twenty-two
1: twenty-two. 22. <laughs> you know, all the Baltimore niggas should have got that day off yesterday. Oh, that's that's got-
2: <laughs> I know they got tired of asking what the date was. I saw that tweet and lost it. Like, bro, that's funny as fuck. But, um, Calvin, you would be actually very proud of me. You'd be very, very proud. Why? I did not manifest toxic dick back in my life. I ain't had no sex. <laughs>
1: Like, I ain't had no sex. And then why she run away like Ricky in Boys in the Hood after that?
2: <laughs> you ain't that bro. First of all, when the spirit moves you, you gotta you gotta let it use you, okay? But no, honestly, yesterday was very magical for obvious reasons. I mean, it's one of the most magical days of our decade. And we won't see another day like this for maybe 10 years or so. Um, that'll probably be on three 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 or something. I don't know. <laughs> March thirty. Well,
1: well, because well, because the next but the three three is it? That's we never we not gonna be alive on three three thirty three because that is quick maths. That is like a hundred years. From yeah, now. that's cool.
2: So I won't be around, and if I am, please why answer? Me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, because because niggas would be like a, if I'm a no, just go ahead, just like you know gently. Take me into the yard, cause you, did you see that man who was like the oldest man ever, and it was like 130, and he looked like that. <laughs> he looked like du- he no, he looked like that one motherfucker off of SpongeBob. You know the motherfucker.
2: Oh yeah, SpongeBob, daddy. The great. Like <laughs> he looked
1: like, mm-hmm. he looked like that bad. motherfucker, like
2: he looked like Prince William. Nah,
1: ain't no way, ain't no way. Like I listen, cause. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that same mindset is why I wouldn't survive in a zombie apocalypse. I'm like, why am I surviving for what? We for had what that purpose?
2: Conversation at work, and I think I got a little morbid, right? Because
1: <laughs> no, because I'm definitely like, no, because because if the zombies, if it's a zombie apocalypse, like at what? Why am I surviving? What am have, I surviving for?
2: Thank you, and that's exactly what I said. I asked them I said because they were talking about like you know the shotguns and all the weapons that they would be able to use during a, a zombie apocalypse, and I sat on that phone call perplexed, but. And they were like and of course it's a teams call so you could see my face. And they were like Alex what's up with you? And I said y'all have a really strong will to survive. And bro a,
1: you, a, bro like a strongest fuck will to live that I do not have.
2: And they were like Alex what do you like what? I said baby I will simply just pass away. I'm okay. You can use my body as food or heat or like burn me. Like I
1: like food. I'll try to survive and help out for niggas who want to live.
2: No baby. Like you I'm what saying, saying. During like you gotta play to your strengths and I'm definitely the weakest link why don't y'all just get me up out the way you know what I'm saying Like, like the, only,
1: the only variable is if I'm like protecting like my family right like I'm like, like my yeah, children right and <laughs> shit but if I'm like solo dolo go if ahead if it's just
2: me out here like okay yeah obviously I have kiddo but like mine is like the morbid she got kids like factor of things if it's just me out here in a zombie apocalypse and all I gotta worry about is me oh yeah Go ahead and let Be, me go.
1: Because, at, like, go there's me. no power. Like, what are we surviving? Bro, like, what are we surviving?
2: Things, exactly, bro. Like, I am legend. I would have simply passed away. My, I don't have the will to figure out none of that shit. That ain't on me at all, bro. If civilization... Is, excuse me, civilization. If civilization... <laughs> civilization. I said it twice, asshole. But it's <laughs> civilization. That's,
1: civilization's a big word for Elmo.
2: <laughs> I kicked my ass, didn't it?
0: <laughs> Ooh,
2: that, was a big vinegar. Ooh,
0: that, that was a big word, for, a elmo. Big
2: word for elmo <laughs> <laughs> anyway boy fuck you i see what kind of episode this is gonna be anyway but if the future of civilization depended upon me oh baby it would be like me and maybe the dog because i'm not
1: no, like like honestly though, like I would be like, okay. So see see here's the thing. If there was like, okay, you gotta like if there's a goal or a purpose, like, all right, we, you gotta figure out the cure or some shit and like bring us back, maybe because at least there's like an end game. If this is just what we gotta do for the rest of our time here, nah I'm good, big dog. Like if there's no hope at the end of this summer. I just gotta like not die for as long as possible. Nah, big dog, I'm good. I'm good. My head out. Good, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna head out. Appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying. I nah, fuck no, fuck no, fuck that. Do you understand me? Like, and and people, people be looking at this. Probably sounds super morbid. I'm like, nigga, what's I'm not people in like the in the connections with people or what make this life worth living. If we, if I, if I ain't got that, and I'm just out here trying to not get eaten. That's not a life I really want to live. Like, I gotta just be hold up. Eating, eating fucking pork and beans or whatever the fuck else made it for the apocalypse and yeah, just like, bro, it beat,
2: yeah, it, there's no electricity I can't charge my phone I can't talk to I, nobody bro I all
1: can't the, shower all this like, shit. I'm just hey, eating like,
2: bro I'm not one of those people who can go out and be like oh my god I've been like you know those game shows of people who, like, like the naked
1: and afraid like you man, know what I'm saying no like, fuck bro, no, they're fuck no. The
2: wilderness, and they're trying to like use all those survival skills and I'm just like, nope. like what circumstances will I ever need no, I'm serious. And I asked, and I the guy that I was watching it with, I asked because we were actually, I was watching a show actually like some type of like out there and afraid or like they have to survive like an Arctic tundra or some shit or survive a winter in like really fucked up condition for a certain amount of time. And like they win a, an exuberant amount of money or whatever. And I was watching it with this guy and like, I was really like perplexed. Like I was asking questions. And he said, Alex, what? I said, baby. I want to know, number one, how these people figured out that they have what it takes to survive that kind of shit. Number one. Number two, if I require any of those hard skills in order to survive, I'm a dead bitch anyway. Go ahead and take me out the game, baby. Save your resources. Because I don't... I'm, uh-uh. Y'all got maybe a week. Maybe a week.
1: And, and, you're going to start complaining I'm like, my feet hurt. Like, you're just going to be annoying. You're just going to be annoying motherfucker to be around.
2: The moment that my acrylic big toe cracks, I'm done playing.
1: Like, and also, like, here's how privileged we are. Here's, here's how privileged we are as Americans, bro. Like, the entire concept of the show Survivor is some wild shit, if you think about it, right? Like, we're so privileged as, as Americans that we, we made a game show about traveling to these other fucking countries and, like, living how they live. And we're like, if you can survive this shit, you get money.
2: Like, And let me bruh, be clear. I have I'm I'm. that's not my wheelhouse That's not
1: Don't I could me. do big brother before I do survivor like I could do oh, big I, brother
2: baby we're manipulative oh absolutely <laughs> I got, got, got that in the bag
1: <laughs> oh listen I'm I'm the show making it to at least the jury I'm a lie to all of you niggas oh yeah oh, we my. on the same we on the same team big dog yeah it's you and me to the end bro I got you and I'm gonna say that with everybody and I'm and, and I'm gonna dare y'all to compare y'all notes I'm like what y'all mean go ahead oh go. oh yeah i mean okay. we're all free part of the alliance duh like fuck out of here but no like nah i don't i just don't have any desire and like i'm glad i'm not the only one who thinks like this because i was talking with beloved beloved looks at me and she's like me. i'm like i'm not trying to survive a zombie apocalypse why I would i want fuck. to
2: survive a zombie apocalypse like, like why like, be clear. the majority of zombies are white people why do i want to survive that
1: and and, and also what if zombies are racist you what if you're, half
2: dead, you're half dead as fuck and you still have the audacity to call me a nigger imagine getting called a nigger by a zombie
1: bro Bro, like think about it like what if all the black people survived the zombie apocalypse because white people weren't around us enough to infect us Actually, and they and they didn't want to eat us because it was like mm, nigger blood no i'm good like what if you Yeah, like you know what mm, you you ain't got you you ain't got it you ain't got anything cleaner
2: like imagine me running from a zombie, right? In my room, hiding from a zombie, and they bust through my apartment door, find me hiding underneath my bed or in my closet of my bedroom, and then they realize I am black, and they go, "God damn it!" and walk the fuck out of my. house. First of all, Bro, what might, would that
1: do? What would that do to your self esteem that even a zombie don't want you? Like, how would you raise, feel?
2: I might raise a little hell. I might be like, "Bro, you're not gonna at least bite me. <laughs> you're not gonna, you don't want me at all."
1: Secondly, I don't trust a lot of you niggas because a lot of you niggas would be the type to get bit by the zombie and hide the zombie bite and and then just be slowly turning into a zombie and infectious and shit, not telling nobody. Because I've seen how y'all acted the ass these last two years. A lot of you niggas are definitely would get bit by the zombie and, not, and try to keep it tough. like uh like homeboy off of Game of Thrones um uh oh, Jonah yeah, yeah like the dude who got the little grayscale and then tried to hide in the, instead of uh, doing the honorable thing and like well bow. <laughs> Like no, you niggas are trying to hide the shit. I don't. I can't trust you niggas. Kalisi
2: so Coochie must have been plain. He
1: wouldn't know. He never had it. All he saw was everyone else digging out his queen.
2: <laughs> Imagine he that.
1: was. He was. He was a cuck.
2: Oh, that was a cuck, bro.
1: He was a cuck. <laughs> he
2: was a cuck, <laughs> <laughs> cuck off screen too, but we won't get into that man's business.
1: Who? Please anyway, listen. Mm-hmm. You ready to mm-hmm. talk to
2: Stable Friend?
1: Yeah, before we get canceled. Uh.
2: <laughs> All right, so. Snowfall premieres tonight. And let me tell you something, Dan. I'll hold a brick for daddy. I'll take a trip for you, daddy. And, you know, listen, I'll do it. I'll, I'll turn a trick for you, daddy. Whatever the fuck you ask, that man can have whatever he wants. And then he is playing the fuck out of Franklin's thing. Like, that, like, on top of the fact that he's fine as fuck, he's talented as shit as fuck. So it's just like, woo. All right. Anyway, I'm actually. My only question is. Like,
1: I don't I my only question, I'm my only concern okay. is I don't like they keep just introducing these new love interests in Franklin's life without like backstory. He just got like a randomly just got like a new bitch who we're supposed to care about. Like we're just like, wait, wait.
2: What, what happened to it okay. open? Okay. I, him and Mel could have been superstars, but the bitch likes crack. And then she turned around. And
1: and and, and 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 listen, I feel I feel him. You can't like me and crack. You gotta choose.
2: But Franklin is a hypocrite because Mel went no crack without Franklin. So it's like, okay. Shit happened. She went down south, got clean, You know, turned over a new leaf. She ain't got no daddy. She ain't got no mama. She's down there trying to get her life together. Leave Franklin staying alone. They, they have decided, it looked like from the beginning of last season, that they have decided to leave each other the fuck alone. I am happy about that shit. Like, let's be very fucking clear. I'm glad. So... The second portion is that now Franklin has kind of, we've seen him Harlem shake through a little bit of pressure, right? And yeah,
1: like T tried to set him up. He was like, gotcha, bitch.
2: T tried to set him up. Um, I'm, You know what? We know how T ended, but do we, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. But Snowfall doesn't strike me as one of those shows that has a thousand, like, those kind of cliffhangers like their season finales really do wrap up a story and launch us into the next storyline very like very poetic so it's just enough for me to feel complete but also just like damn i know next season gonna be fire i love when a show and i mean john singleton's effect rfp but like you i love shows like that which brings me to euphoria right we are on the second to last episode, and of course, we're gonna dive deeper. So, spoiler alert, guys! At minute thirteen thirty-eight, spoiler alert. But I'm I'm curious to see how you because just last week's episode was, um, you know, the the episode before the series a season finale. God damn, words are hard. But um, I'm curious to see it. There are a lot of loose ends that need to be tied up, like. Jules and Elliot. I want to see, like, obviously, Rue did not want to talk about them niggas last week. I get it. But I am interested to see what's going on with the dynamic between Jules and Elliot, Jules' rules and Jules' rule and Elliot, and then Elliot and Rue. So, because he snitched and you snitched on her for taking the same drugs that not only were you giving her, but you were taking with her. So you weren't just her dealer, you were her enabler. And I guess dealer and enabler are the same thing.
1: Anything? well no because well technically oh queen pin uh so, so oh queen pin is the dealer because first of all, most, all right let's let what i like and what i don't like about euphoria is the same thing it it's just chaos and vibes there's no like i be trying to figure out like where we are and i'm like oh, it just, and it just it just be moving in our dream sequence real sequence shit you think is real ain't real shit you think is fake is real it just it's So it'd be cool, but also be confusing as hell. Cause like, you know what I'm saying? A, we we see Fez getting ready to 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 go pop out with his his shorty, you know what I'm saying, to support the big play, but we also see that he don't make it. So we know something happened. But they're showing like the the the, they're showing, you know what I'm saying, him getting ready and they're showing him not being there. Also, if shorty with the fucking um inflatable lips don't speak the fuck up and say some shit <laughs> she just over there looking <laughs> with like with a fucking life raft on her mouth not saying a damn thing and, and also shout, shout out to Ashtray because Ashtray did, he just like y'all niggas are whispering in my house I don't like when niggas whisper in my house
2: because so we, there's a secret being told in my house so I you know what First of all, shout out to Ashtray. And I think we said shout out Ashtray last week, but Ashtray, his sixth sense, I mean, honestly, he's been raised by drug, uh, he's been raised by wolves since he was a baby. So, his killer instinct is, I mean, homegrown. Like, that nigga got it on, it's out the mud. And he's been taking care of the same people that have been raising him as thorough as they have, as they want. So, I'm not mad at Trey being so on go, like, at all. number Number two, I like the fact that Fezco has somebody in this world who will die about I like the fact that he's not so like a lot of times we see character in shows not like for I don't think there's any time like but in character arcs with people with characters similar to the ones in Fezco we see him being more like the lonely soul or the misunderstood drug dealer or the guy who was like you know had all the potential in the world and decided to like start selling dope and now he's Gary, the crazy cool drug dealer guy, like who hangs out with the right. High school. Like, I like the fact that Fezco. You see his story. He's like, nope. My grandma my grandma was snatched me from my daddy. Got me into this shit. I've been in the game since then, and I've been raising a little nigga to literally be exactly how I got it out the mud. Like that is a Fezco got it out the mud, and his character arc shows that he is hood. You know what I'm saying? He is about that fucking life, and he, he show he it shows up in his character. Like he's not some old derailed individual or derailed student who just went down the wrong path. Like, He's no. not
1: braiding off of like uh, yeah. Powered Book 2. Exactly. He not, he yeah. not the yeah. nigga like the rich nigga who's selling drugs for fun. Like he just yeah, doing like, the shit. No, like, like
2: This shit is actually like how he gets his money. Like this ain't that. And he makes it very clear that this ain't that. And the second part that I appreciate about Fesco, that nigga stands on his boundaries. Like with Rue, yes. And I know it's odd to say that because like definitely give her drugs and we know that Rue is struggling, right? But on on Fesco's side of things, he's like, shit, shit, shit she's an addict. And I'm going to serve her because she's her money. Well, oh shit. I've never seen Rue pay for drugs, ever.
1: So, but also, so, but like, here's the thing. One, no, never paid. but also like, if he didn't serve her initially what she got out, he was like, nah, like, nah, like, I'm not Cause she paid him, I think, in that dream one of the dream signals, But once she got out of rehab in season one, he was like, yeah.
0: That's "I'm not, stop. yeah, I'm he- not
1: serving you because you're trying to get clean or whatever." But also, when um, Rue was st- tried to steal the drugs out of like,
2: the- put her out.
1: He was like, "Nah, shorty, you gotta go." Um, also, Rue out here got time to watch a play when she needed to be on that bike doing DoorDash or something to get the money back to pay, shorty.
2: You owe a bit ten. Thousand dollars,
1: bro. Ten, ten racks.
2: Ten racks. And Laurie said, "Bitch, you gonna get this shit." She said, "Thank God you're a woman. You always got something to sell." I said, "Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby." Listen,
1: Laurie thought that Morphe Shaw was gonna take her out, but she didn't realize how 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 strong of a crackhead Rue actually Ru is. Rue is
2: a crackhead, crackhead. And did y'all peep Laurie? And I know we're like an episode behind, but we gonna we gonna we gonna do what we do best, right? But did y'all see how Laurie was like? deliberately, like, fucking up Rue's arm, trying to fabricate track marks, trying to make her look, like, more of a, um, junkie than what she actually was, like, jump piece that?
1: I think, because she was like, you're moving, you're moving, She's like, and Rue's like, I'm staying still, I'm trying, like, I'm, I'm, I'm you but also, know. also,
2: Rue is literally, like, going through withdrawal. she's shaking, she's fucked up, her liver finna to fall out her asshole, like, Rue don't know what the fuck she's finna to do, so, I can't, <sighs> sometimes, your own, you are a victim, yes, but you're a victim to the hell you subject
1: yourself. Nah, and that was real, and you see that in the next episode where Rue Mama, first and foremost, Rue Mama had a body I didn't know Rue Mama had because she had that one video on Instagram. I'm like, ma'am, put them up, go, ma'am, Miss Mamas. But um, she was literally eating butter pecan ice cream. I'm talking like smashing this butter pecan yeah. ice cream, basically telling Shorty like, um, your sister's doing bad. And I can't fo- I can't focus on saving you if you don't want to be saved and let her also not be saved. So you could do whatever the fuck you want. I'm gonna make sure but I'm gonna make sure my other daughter survives. And like,
0: and if you
1: don't give a it. fuck, if you don't give a damn, I don't give a fuck. Like, and you about you know to be what? grown.
2: We talk do what about you want. we do talk about this from time to time. Right. But.
0: Sorry. Um, so, Rue,
2: how do I say this? Rue's mom is not wrong. She's not wrong.
0: No, like, I think everyone thing, who, like...
2: I, I think my thing about it is this. At some point, Rue, this is not your mother's... When we, when Euphoria first premiered, we were seeing Rue have an overdose to get out of rehab. Like, we saw that. Her sister was the one that discovered her or uh, discovered her. So we're seeing how traumatized baby sister is for seeing. Right. And then we're seeing, we see a lot of mom fighting for Rue, fighting for Ru, fighting with Rue to fight for Rue. We see mom going through all of these things. Right. And we always wonder, I wonder what the pain and the struggles look like for the little sister. I wonder who's wrapping their arms around her. I wonder who's taking care of her. I like, wonder. And. Then you have all right, so let's let's back up, right? At the opening scene of the last episode, you have Rue literally going relapse, not relapsing, but she's going to withdraw. And and they're displaying all the symptoms of withdrawal, not gonna get into the nitty still, right? But, but like if
1: you if you if you know, you know, like yeah, if
2: you've seen if you've ever had a family member struggle with addiction and you've seen them go through withdrawal, she was pretty spot on. I'll I'll just say that. And when you see through struggle, right? Then she realizes, like the part of addiction and and recovery is especially got you know the hangover, and you've got her. Like, damn, I said fool, oh, I said, I said some hurtful shit. I, I caused some damage, and she knows that the one person that she needs in her circle more than anybody is Ali. Ali is. Ali is, was an addict himself, has been through the struggles that Rue has been through, but also when you're in the midst of your storm, you don't necessarily see how dark that shit is, or where you are in that storm. And Ali, of course, being an experienced crackhead, and as he'll tell you, sees the forest for the trees, so the the apology conversation between Rue and Ali actually made me a little teary-eyed because he said, I forgave you for your apology, because he understands the nature of the
0: yeah, like it's it's, here,
2: it's. My bad, I think we needed to hear that she was already forgiven.
1: Yeah, because I think she she like you know what I'm saying she realized like so it's two sides to this right. It's the first side is like you know the, the old Snickers adage right. You're not yourself when you're hungry. Like you're, like Rule was clear like when she when she said that like it, she knew she knew what to she knew what low blows to to hit Ali with and she used it right. That's that's kind of a downside of letting people in. Super close to you, they know the exact thing to hurt you. And when she, when she was kind of going through that and everything of that nature. Um, and I do appreciate, you know, Rue kind of coming to her senses like, damn, I fucked up. Because again, it's, it's showing like after you have your episode or your rock bottom or whatever you want to call it, yeah, like when you get out of that or when you kind of come to. There's damage here. It's, 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 Rue was a tornado that ripped through everybody's lives that episode. Like, and when you and when the tornado stops, the cleanup happens. And if you're and you gotta help that. And also, I appreciate Rue knowing that she needed to apologize because, like, just because I love you doesn't mean right. that you don't have to say you don't have to apologize for what you did when you're in that bad spot. I think sometimes people, you know forget that part like yeah like i understand you weren't fully yourself when you said those things and did those things and acted the way you acted to me i get that i and like because i care for you i am giving you the chance to apologize to me because someone who i didn't care for would not get that chance to apologize but you still need to apologize and rue for all of her faults Ali was like, "I forgave you before you apologized because I know, I knew, I know you. I know who you are.
0: Right.
1: You know what I'm saying? I, like, so you ain't got to worry about it. you lost me forever. I for- I know what it is with you. I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we good. Like, I'm gonna still, you know, I'm gonna give you shit. I'm a, I'm gonna talk shit about you when when I see you looking like like like, like warmed up cat piss. I'm gonna talk <laughs> shit about you. But
2: I like how Ali is giving the little sister space. Like we've. I think in the past couple seasons, well, there's only been two, but in the past episodes of Victoria, we've always wondered where her little sister was coming from. And now that she's having the opportunity to focus on her own experiences. And I like how Ali's visit centered her. Like, what's her little sister's name? I can't, I can't remember. Uh, Gia. Gia, Gia. Gia, there you go. But I like how Ali centered Gia's visit. I'm pretty sure it's obvious because it's obvious your mother's in pain. It's obvious that, you know, is in pain. It's obvious that they're all going through these certain, you know, amounts of things in their life. but not that Gia's pain has been overlooked, but we certainly see her being the supportive, protective little sister. We don't see the inner struggles and the disappointments that she has. And Ali being able to say, hey, when people have disappointed you multiple amounts of time, it's okay to have a feeling about that, regardless of how supportive you are. Of it, it's okay to say, I believe in you, but I'm mad at you. And those are very valid feelings. And I'm glad that Ali is talking to her about this. Because at least somebody is. And then Rue's mama having that conversation with her. It was a little flippant. It was a a little flip. But I respect the fact that she was just like, you know what? You are going to make a decision to continue to do drugs. And in a couple short months, you will be 18 and out of my house. And I am not. You do what you want to do with your life. But I'm not going to let my other daughter, the other child that came from my that came from me that i am responsible for raising slip through the cracks because i'm too worried about making sure that you're not doing crap so like there at some point as a parent i feel her she's like i can only give you as much as i can give but i have another child to think about and, and it's like and it's, it's, it's the and
1: side. it'd be and it's a conversation would happen if rue felt redeemable right and i think and i think Because you saw the end of that first episode where, like, she's like, what do you mean you ain't got no space? Like, no, she needs to be impatient. Like, I need her. Like, I need her in some intensive shit. So when that did happen, she was crying. She was like, like, my daughter's going to kill herself. And she's like, look, if I can't save you because you don't want to be saved. There's a message in that, too. Right. Then I'm going to at least save a person I can still save.
2: I'm going to save the person who actually wants me to. And. I think the portion of sobriety and addiction that we, we again, we can talk about the psychological effects of addiction. And I, again, it goes back to Lori's monologue about addiction and what, the, and what it does to the mental components of the brain, right? Like what that does, the chemical components of the brain. So I, I appreciate how euphoria is not just glorifying, oh yeah, drugs are great, good trip, but like that way down, it's a very long way down. So, choose wisely, my nigga. But, I'm pretty sure y'all are tired of us talking about rules being a crackhead. Let's cut to this shit.
1: Let's cut to Cassie being a crackhead. (laughs) So, first and foremost, we gotta argue. Because, like, Lexi low-key wrong for this play. She low-key wrong
0: as fuck for this play.
2: Okay, we're gonna disagree. I don't think Lexi is wrong for that play. I don't think she wrong at all. I don't think she wrong at all.
1: No, nah, imagine so, so imagine someone in our lives was ear hustling and and, and, and decided to decide to make an entire production about the shit they experienced ear hustling and not give us no heads up. You couldn't even like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, there's a there's a huge there's a huge middle ground between throwing the play without, you know what I'm saying, giving heads up and then can't like damn, you like you just gonna write an entire play about all your your friends, quote-unquote, and sister and all of that, without without giving them any heads up and then allowing it to play out in public as they slowly come to the realization that this is how you see them. That's some fucked up shit, bro.
2: Can I be honest with you? A lot of, if we think about okay, if life is amused and art, then if life Life is sometimes the muse of art and sometimes art imitates life, right? And we often talk about the supportive and the supporting cast of characters around like the fuck shit that is our fave, right? Because let's be clear, Cassie needs her ass whooped, but she's not as wrong as y'all want to make her look like. And I know I'm not a Cassie apologist, okay? (laughs) I am not a Cassie apologist. Nah,
1: because she was getting getting into a bag this episode. She was getting into a bag that like,
2: Yeah, Cassie got into a bag that was a little strange, even for me. And I don't kink shame. So, and I'm, as a fellow sub, I'm used to doing what daddy tells me to do. But, what? Bitch, you're in high school. I'm 30. There's a, me and you should not be having very similar conversations, okay? (laughs) Let's talk about that.
1: Look, cause she was like, nah, cause like, nah, that whole conversation, almost, part of me wanted to just run that part back. Cause I was just like, she was like, you can control what I eat. You can throw what I wear. You can probably like what I, said, I talk to. I don't like, kink
2: name. If that's her kink, and she I'm not, yeah,
1: like you know, what I'm
2: saying, that, that is her kink. Listen, we're not talking about high school kids that are walking around virgin Marys and ain't never been nowhere. These kids are fucking Euphoria
1: fucking High boys. School. Euphoria High School is a mystical place where there are no adults anywhere. But only father figure we have on the show is fucking Cal Jacobs. And Everyone nigga, else is gone,
2: and that nigga an abusive pedophile. So let's not go
1: like let's, we don't, we, don't When's know. the last time we saw a teacher in, in euphoria when's the last time we saw a, a principal who read this play because there had to be no you you know what I, I got it new theory the the kids in euphoria are teaching themselves because ain't no way in hell <laughs> n- a single solitary adult read that play if someone who did high school theater, you got to get approval for this shit. Ain't no way a single adult read that play that Lexi put on and was like, fuck it, go ahead. Ain't no way. Ain't, ain't no way, dog, Ain't no way. And secondly, that, the most unrealistic part of euphoria is not the amount of drug dealing or fucking or sexing or weird shit that goes on. It's the fact that Ben motherfuckers must have a high school theater budget of a million dollars.
2: Meanwhile, Abbott Elementary has been on the struggle bus to hell. Also, shout out to Quinta. This show is cute as fuck. And I know we ha- we don't spend nowhere near enough time on Abbott Elementary. But I really, really, really I think the show, I think a lot of uh, folks who are critical of Abbott Elementary, y'all are waiting for like these crazy punchlines and things of that nature. I like shows that are filled with like that reality TV kind of, you know what I mean? Like clearly, it's a it's a comedy. Clearly, it's a sitcom. Obviously, but like I enjoy shows that are filmed like The Office. Like I like that kind of camera camera work. I don't know the fucking technical terms, niggas. I didn't graduate college, but I like that kind of camera work. So Abbott Elementary gives like I can see Quinta being my teacher, one of my teachers. I can see me crushing on the little boy that. Beginning. Like. I can, like, I can see these being my administrators because I have definitely wondered what has happened to it. Like, baby, the first with Blovee that was passed, I was in high school. I've been wondering what the fuck happened to that money since I got here, okay? (laughs) Since I graduated. But anyway, I say all that to say is that Abbott Elementary is cute as fuck. Support your local educators. Support your Black educators. And if you have children, school-age children, be a classroom parent. Even if all you can donate is a couple coins and maybe send a thing, a tray of cupcakes once a quarter, be present. Them te- it matters to them teachers that there is somebody at home who has a post on their child, both inside and outside the classroom. It makes a difference. Also, a couple of my best friends, my son's godmother is an educator. Like, my I, obviously, I have a, a kid going in, in the sixth grade right now. Edu- we have been at some point experienced had an educator who was influential in our decision making and shaped the person that we are today. So. Teachers have always been a very soft spot in my heart. Like, bro, I'm not dealing with badass fucking 25 badass six-year-olds. I mean, sixth graders, you got me fucked up. Every if, you, day? if
1: you notice, listen, and this is no shade because we know some teachers, we know something, you know what I mean? Them motherfuckers drink the most because y'all badass kids, stress them out. If you ever, listen, ask a teacher friend if they if they down to do a happy hour. See how fast they answer.
2: Maybe fast as shit, let me tell you. But anyway, I digress. So I, all right, Lexi's play. And before you, I'm a, because it's, okay. Let me say this.
1: Dog, she outed a nigga publicly in front of the entire school.
2: Okay, well, why don't you get your grievances out, Calvin? Go ahead, get your grievances out. Go ahead. You got the floor for it. Go ahead. No ahead, No, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm go about ahead. to.
1: You, if go you ahead. stop yelling at me, I will go. You got the floor. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? Like. I just think it's low key fucked up for Lexi to kind of be in the background, clearly have some unresolved issues with her sister. Also, side note: I for I assumed that Lexi was the older sister the entire time. I had no, no idea that I, she it was. was at- it's
2: very obvious to me that Lexi is the younger sister. It that's very
1: obvious. Listen, that was, that was
2: always made obvious.
1: I was but not
2: Calvin. Also, not, and no t, no shade, but I am also the. Calling myself a big sister is funny as fuck. Things are.
1: On the part. That's <laughs> I was about to look at you like, ma'am. Not, mm-hmm. I
2: am not a big sister in the biological sense. Actually, I am a big sister in the biological sense. of thing. You're not a
1: big sister in like the the rational sense of things.
2: Yeah, the rational and like the bro, like it. I'm a big sister by technicality. Okay, not by relation. But I think that that's an interesting dynamic as well. And I say that because. Um. what I lost my train of thought no Calvin you're an only child and I'm not saying that you haven't observed sibling relationships but yeah it's very apparent that Cassie and even you could tell by the way that Cassie's mom their mother treats the the differences in the girls Lexi is obviously the younger sister who her mom obviously loves but she was maybe the you know I'm saying oh shit like
1: She was, she was the oops baby.
2: Yeah, I feel like Lexi may have been like an, of course, within her own marriage and confines, because you can tell that there she came from a loving marriage. Her dad just had a substance addiction, right? So, you, but you can tell that when Cassie's, when their mom, I keep saying Cassie's mom, when their mom got pregnant with Cassie and she found out was a girl, she was one of those mothers who was ecstatic to have a little girl, and then she had a little girl like Cassie, who she fawned over and gave a lot of attention to, and then you had Lexi. Was a little bit more demure, a little bit more shy. She's not into the same thing and not that mom loves you any less, but you could tell who her attention.
1: Yeah. You, so basically, Cassie was a Barbie doll that she was able to customize, and then exactly. and then exactly. Lexi came in like the fucking um, like the toy you forget about when you order a happy meal. You're like, oh shit, I get a Mr. Potato Head or whatever the fuck, and you're just like, mm, I don't know, dude. Do. I don't know, what do. yeah, but don't know. but so back to my point though, like it's low-key. A, it's low-key Fucked up, like. Again, you have life as a muse and you can, life can be your muse, but also not telling the people that are your muses that they're about to be your muse is low-key fucked up. Like you, you're just sitting in the background, you know, you just sitting in your room like Brandy, just writing shit, you know what I'm saying? And just, and just figuring shit out and just taking notes and ear hustling, doing this, now, this and third.
2: Very much so a pot meets kettle conversation. And you know, I have to keep us honest. Because we on this here platform have said and mentioned things that about, you know, not obviously not in way too many details Like, we're careful. We try to be as careful as possible. Let's be honest about it. But we have gotten, there was a point in time where we were on like a two-month string of getting cussed out every Friday. And that's because. Here's
1: the difference. Here's the difference. And I I knew you were going to say that. Here's the difference. At least in our shit, it involved us. Half of Lexi's play did not involve Lexi. You feel what I'm saying? Like that's it, it, so. It's like it's one thing if you're if you're talking about your own experience that you're talking about, right? Lexi is like reporting other people's shit. Damn, she outed a n- She outed a nigga. Bro, she outed a nigga in a full play in front of the entire school. Now, that, she, bro, is, that,
2: that I'll be honest. That is the <laughs> only true part that I had a problem with. Is like,
1: Bro, that shit was so crazy. That, but, she turned Nate into an ally.
2: But, right. Like, bro, what, Nate? Anyway, I think, again, and I'm going to say this. Issue that I'm actually having here is that the only issue that I had is that outing somebody can be dangerous. But because of who she outed, fuck that nigga. And I'm sorry. And I'm, call me what the fuck you want. Call me what you want. I'm about to. I'm about, it. To. I said
1: I'm about it. to. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Like we we can't. It it takes away. It's like it's like it's like playing Jenga, right? Every time we make an exception on what's quote unquote right or wrong because we don't like or we do like the motherfucker, it's like pulling a brick away. The first brick you pull away, don't bring the shit down. It just it, it just you know it progressively gets weaker until like. That last break that you usually pull because, you know, pull out game week. Be bringing down the entire Jenga set. Like, it's just, so that's my whole thing. It's like, you know what I'm saying? we Because we do this a lot, and I'm not excusing myself because we do this a lot. It's not cool to body shame until it's somebody we don't fuck with, and we call that nigga all sorts of fat titty bitches, all sorts of big bone, all sorts of shit. Same thing here. Like, it's not cool to ask somebody, but because it's Nate Jacobs, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the whole thing. It's like, we can't, turn off our morals just because of somebody we don't fuck with
2: I fucking disagree I disagree I disagree and this is what I'm saying I'm not saying that I am the one who has a heaven or a hell to put you in which is why God forgives and I'm a little slow to but I'm not I don't believe that everybody deserves allyship and protection I am not that girl you out here create hell and you get hell in return, that's your bad. You out here putting literally, not an episode ago, he just had a gun to Maddie's head because she wouldn't give up a tape, the same tape that he was out here being a fucking Robin Hood. I'd have a prop. Nate Jacobs is destructive no matter how you try to shake it, flip it, no matter how you try to see his greater good or see his evil or get to the root of what causes him to be him. You got daddy issues, my nigga. That ain't got shit to do with Maddie. Also, he didn't say, oh, I I didn't come here to apologize. She wasn't expecting But you know that she's diabolical, so you did what the fuck you had to do. I understand. I don't agree. But also, I'm not mad that somebody watching Nate Jacobs get his lick back, I'm not mad about. Y'all are upset that he got outed. And I'm not gonna lie. If it was anybody but Nate Jacobs, I would have had a problem with that. Uh, Call me what the fuck you want. If it was anyone but Nate Jacobs, I would have a problem with that, but also this is the same Nate Jacobs that had he not gotten caught cheating, had that tape not been stolen, he, Jules is trans. He didn't think about how, he didn't think about the effects of that on Jules at all while, when you stole that tape. Because when you originally, when he originally taken that tape, it was about getting, his, getting back at his father. It wasn't about protecting Jules because he used that same information to threaten her in season one. So I don't want to I don't it's hard for me to hit up here and say, oh, yeah, we should rally behind Nate and be a bigger ally. And it's not
1: rallying behind
2: him. Let me finish my thought. I am not okay with putting protections behind the same people that if the shoe was on the other foot, they would not do you the same. And at some point, y'all can't say "eye for eye" leaves the whole world blind or I don't have a heaven and a hell to put you in. No, I don't. But also, I'm not I'm not in the business of extending extra empathy to somebody who I know has zero for anyone else around them my nigga you kind of get what you fucking pay for and Nate Jacobs got what the fuck he paid for he was not he was not my point about Nate is this he was not as empathetic and open-hearted and forgiving and loving person that was not in his nature until his shit got threatened until his back was against the wall now all of a sudden oh that's homophobic and you guys are full of shit no it was shit friends and giggles when it's not like you say all the time it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun Nobody gives bro fuck you and them salty ass tears. Because that's all it was. Now, had it been somebody else up there that she was doing a parody of, doing that, um that that gay gay ass parody of, it was somebody else up there, he'd have been kikiing right along with them. But because it's his ass on the shummer jam screen, all of a sudden we're supposed to have empathy. Fuck that. Nate Jacobs. Guess what though? Nate Jacobs got the harm. No. Guess what though? This is karma in action. Nate Jacobs got the harm back to him. I'm not saying that the methods right. We're I'm all
1: we're all right. Nate Jacobs to somebody. We're all so we're all we're all the villain in someone's story. No, so, so if, no, if, I
2: mean, that's bullshit. Because you're caping.
1: You're what's caping not, right? c- c- you're no, caping. I'm not, bro. You're not. You're not going to tell me who I am. and caping, I'm not caping for. I'm not going for right, that. We're not right, doing right, that. You know. You're going to let me. I let you finish. Let me finish. Don't Go do ahead. that. Don't do that. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. But you are caping.
1: No, because even I'm not even saying like. Listen, my my disagreement is with the action. I don't, like, if the action's wrong, the action's wrong. You feel me? Like I'm Just like all the other actions that Nate did was wrong. I'm not defending that nigga for what he did the episode beforehand. The action is wrong. But if we excuse it because we don't fuck with that nigga, guess what? There's plenty of people who don't fuck with me or you. And if some shit happened to us and they just like, well, that's what you get, we'd be on their ass. You feel what I'm saying? So that's that's, a, that's my whole thing.
2: I'm not rolling. That's, that's, incorrect. that's incorrect as fuck. I'm not rolling.
1: I'm not that rolling we not. I'm not. Come on now. If, if, if the wrong. action is if, if, if okay because it, it gets done to somebody no. we don't fuck with, then what's the, what the fuck are we talking about?
2: No, it's not about the fact that we don't fuck with them. It's not a difference of opinion or character here. It's not a, oh, I just don't like Calvin. So all the bad shit that happens to Calvin, he deserves. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the Nate Jacobs was harmed in the exact same way and function that he has harmed others. That's the difference here. He's not so- just out here. No, let me finish. He's not just out here. He was out here being harmful, homophobic. He knew that Jules was trans. He knew that he was fucking us. His- we knew that shit from, the- from season one. So I'm not saying that it was not harmful or dangerous that he was outed. What I'm saying is that it's
1: hard- you don't give a fuck.
2: No, it's hard for me to extend empathy to Nate Jacobs specifically because he was just as harmful in this same manner to someone else that now he's being harmed. So you're
1: saying I'm I'm caping because I'm recognizing the action's wrong. That's why I'm not getting that. Like, what are we saying here? Because I'm saying that if the action's wrong, if we do it for everyone else, then the action's wrong for him, too. You're saying I'm caping because I'm recognizing that the action is fucked up. The action is fucked up no matter who we do it to. Am I wrong here? If I shoot somebody in the face, I shot somebody in the face no matter who I shot in the face. Am I wrong here?
2: Why did you shoot him in the face, Calvin? That's boom, this, boom, boom. That are, are, head are, head you, head you, you gotta let me answer
1: the question before you hit me with a gotcha moment, nigga.
2: Oh, and insert nuance. And that's all I'm saying. You gotta let.
1: Me, here, so so uh, still, I would still go to jail if I shot somebody in the fucking face unless they were actually about to shoot me in the face. That's what and, you're gonna say, right? And, and so here's the thing. The action is still wrong, though. The action's... I'm not... I don't give a fuck that Nate... If the action is... action's wrong if it happened. The Nate Jacobs happened. The Cassie happened to oh, whoever. So the I, action's I, wrong.
2: So this is where we're disconnected because I never said that. I'm not I didn't say that outing him wasn't wrong because I did say that outing someone who is not publicly or who is not excuse me outing somebody is harmful and dangerous. And we know that I'm not saying that outing him was not wrong. What I'm saying is that I'm not going to run off on the empathy meter for Nate Jake for for fucking Nate Jacobs. Because of who it was that had outed, I'm not saying that. And, outed and
1: you wrong. and you made an assumption that I was running off the of Epi when I recognized that the action was wrong. You said I was giving that nigga. You said I was caving for the nigga because I recognized that the action was wrong. That's yeah, our disconnect.
2: The, because the, the way that you stated it, sound like he was you was being going you, on a major his apology story.
1: No, it, 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 no, it did. We can we can set up a fucking poll if we want to. All I said was the action. Of outing someone is wrong, no matter who the fuck we outed, who the fuck we outed. The action is wrong. You tell me what the well, we don't give a fuck because it's him. Yeah, the action still. That
2: shit. Yes, the, the action, action is, is okay. Then we agree there. The action is wrong, but who it happened to? I'm so sorry, I feel no way.
1: And then my entire point was, if we keep making exceptions because on the action being wrong, because we don't we don't give a fuck about who the fuck it is, is that's the slippery slope we're going out to. Because then it turns into, I don't fuck with that nigga. So whatever. The action is wrong no matter who. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing that I'm saying. Like we, 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 we excuse, at, we excuse the actions based off of who we don't like and who we do like. That's all I'm saying. That's and all I, I'm saying. I think,
2: and I'm going to be honest with you. Nobody excused the action. I'm saying is that my empathy meter isn't jumping off the charts because Nate Jacobs got his fucking feelings hurt. I'm not, I'm not excusing a Ale- lot. I'm saying is that I don't. Lexi's play. You made a point, and I will. I will let you have this point. If Alexis's, if Lexi's play was, if she was involved in the things that she's in the majority of the things that she's specifically talking about, then I would be probably have less criticism. But all of the things that Lexi Lex is talking about are happening around her. They are a part of her life. They are a part of her universe. Does she need to? Necessarily, we're also talking about teenagers. So the idea of consent and permission is still a very foreign concept.
1: I, sometimes I forget that because all these hoes grown as hell. Like you know, what saying they're like thirty plants
2: You know what I'm saying? You have to sometimes suspend that portion of your brain in order to dive into to and dive into euphoria. Because like, like
1: these actors are like thirty and they're playing like eighteen year olds. So yeah, I'm, like, so it's hard man, to like.
2: So some of the very adult ways that we process information and things like that, you have to suspend for the for the fuck of the show. Otherwise, you spending too much time trying to make sure like that this is real, or trying to you know oh my god fuck, trying to you're gonna drive yourself insane if you just don't spin that portion of your of your brain and just enjoy the show for what the fuck it is.
1: And so so all of, so kind of kind of wrapping up because you know Lexi's play right like listen we funny you know what I'm saying? All that shit. It was just like, the difference is, the difference between, in my head, what Lexi did and then what rappers, musicians, me and you, whatever we do, is like, we're telling stories from our vantage point, right? That we were intimately involved in and and generally sharing what we saw in that intimate involvement. Does that get us cussed out every now and then? Sure. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got to go too far into it. but yeah. But also, we don't ever, you know what I'm saying, if someone else wants to share their side of the story, you know what I'm saying, we don't, we, fuck it, we're sharing up, but the difference, in my difference was, like, Lexi isn't, at best, she is tangently involved in the majority of the shit that she is exposing to the school, right? Like, she's just sitting around looking at shit, you know what I'm saying? The only thing, you know what I'm saying, like, the, the, the stuff with her and Cassie, or like, the, the, it's her and Rue, cool, you know what I'm saying, because you are at least in you at least have a conversation with Rue. You at least, that, Cassie's your sister. Those are your interactions. But everything else where you're just like, where you're like that snitch off of Recess and you're just taking down notes, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that, that's, that's, that's low-key bogus because that's like me reporting some shit that happened between you and somebody else that had got shit to do with me and me just coming on the podcast. You would, you would cuss me out if I came in and started talking about some shit I saw you and someone else doing that didn't have shit to do with me. You feel me? That's that's my whole point, and we ain't got to rehash that last point. But it's just like again, like the whole thing is like sometimes we, just because we do or don't, you know what I mean. But actions wrong, right? Like if I if I shot some cold blood that we all hate, I still did some bullshit. Even if we don't fuck with the nigga, that's all I'm saying. I
2: okay. Can that's I all I'm saying. And I acknowledge that some bullshit happened to you. Yep. That's some bullshit. Damn, bro. I'm sorry for you. Can I also acknowledge the fact that you may have had this coming because of the way that you treat and handle other people in the same capacity? Yep. So two things can also be true. Did you deserve to be outed? Probably not. Do we can we recognize how dangerous outing is? We absolutely can. Can we also recognize the character of the human being and why those certain things are happening to them specifically? Yep. Because duality exists and I don't agree that Nate Jacobs we can't agree that outing someone is harmful and the act behind it is harmful, but nuance comes into play when we talk about the characters that this is happening to, and Nate Jacobs is not the hill I'm going to die on when it comes to that. It sucks that it had to be him, but it sucks in general. It sucks even worse that it was him. So
1: it's uh, The only, the only quote-unquote hill is like, I'm not tr- dying on the Nate Jacobs specifically hill. It's that like a lot of times... Again, I'm including myself in some of this because you know we get in on the jokes all the time. Like, our our morality oftentimes isn't as rigid as we try to portray it to be.
2: No, it's not. It's And
1: and 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 and, and where we're cool with certain things depending on who's who's a bad actor, who's a good actor. Like, and the more and like I can respect that you admit to shit, right? Like, like our back and forth aside. I respect people who admit this shit. I respect the people who like, I like certain gender roles from that other because of what benefits me. Keep oh, yeah. it a buck. Oh, Keep yeah. it a buck with me. But people, the perfect people perfect. I don't re- the people I don't like are the people who will like think the same way you think, and then try to twist it in a way where it's somehow still morally righteous. And I'm like, you can't really have you can't have it both ways. Like you can't want your cake and eat it too, and then tell me. Here's why I should be able to have my cake, eat it too, because of this morally righteous and ridiculous. Shut the fuck up. Like, that's all I'm saying. And, and a lot of motherfuckers do, do, a lot of motherfuckers do the same shit. They criticize other people for doing it. And the only reason they, 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 they get away with it in their mind, the only reason they make, they make the math make sense is because they don't like the person. So it's okay for them to do it to someone they don't like. But if someone does it to someone they do like, it's a bull. We got to, you know what I'm saying? That, I don't fuck with that. Because you know me if we can't keep the same energy all the way around, well, what the fuck are we talking about?
2: And this is the problem with keeping the same energy because it does not apply equally across the board the way that you're trying to force peg into a circle, Calvin, and it doesn't. Who you are as a person, and this is the, this, all right, this is the sobering truth. This is the not-so-black-and-white facts about life. Who you are plays a big portion in the type of empathy and energy people pour into you. If you're an asshole and shitty things happen to you, we're not saying that you deserve shitty things, but I'm not coming, rushing in with the fucking Kleenex tissue to give you comfort circles and tell you that everything's okay. No. I can recognize that that probably wasn't fair, but because of who you have been to other people and how the energy that you have put out into this world, eh, I'm not going to say that mm, what goes around doesn't come around for you. I can recognize that that probably sucks, but you need to evaluate the kind so of shit you want no people skip
1: the first part and just to the second one that's see that's my issue i'm not they skip the first part where it's like they actually now like that's wrong they just go to the second so so again like if we can't admit certain shit's wrong just because we don't like the then what are we doing
2: yeah but like i'm not going to sit up here and pretend that nate jacobs is going to get a pile of empathy from me Simply because it's not even a
1: Nate Jacob name. Like, we're we're clearly we're this is more a, 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 a this is more than just like a Nate Jacobs conversation at this point right it's like okay. we we often you know, cuz like I, I don't want you thinking that i'm again in the, in the terms of the show like yeah it was funny ha-ha, whatever cool 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 the shit's wrong but also we we know Nate Jacobs is a clear psychopath i'm not saying he's not a clear psychopath it's just it went because the way we talk about this shit also manifests in other situations where we're like we, because, for whatever reason, good, bad, or indifferent, we don't fuck with, we don't like, we 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 think this person's a shitty person, whatever the case may be, our the, the, the our morality that we that a lot of people stump on magically disappears, and then the same people try to then play in my face, play in other people's face like they're such a there's such a, a, a standard of morality. I'm like, I just saw you bend your standards because you don't fuck with somebody. So you can't bend, turn around and keep this high and mighty act in front of my face. That's all I'm saying. That's okay. all I'm saying.
2: So it's not high and mighty act by watching, by watching the universe handle somebody who obviously needed to be checked. Which is why, okay, for instance, you didn't keep that same energy when Fesco whooped his ass. You, you, that was not the same energy. It was not. You cannot sit here and tell me, oh, yeah, he got...
1: Because me. because, because nope, also... Also, in that same scenario, could we could...
2: Let me finish my thought.
1: You're wrong, but okay.
2: Okay, Calvin. And I can be wrong, but I'm still finished my thought. We didn't keep that same energy everybody wants to talk about she was wrong for outing him, wrong for outing him, and outing somebody is dangerous, blah, blah, blah. Getting punched in the fucking face is dangerous, but niggas was cheering for that shit. So, again, we are... Picking and choosing the mor- morality high ground and the things we choose to we choose the deem as wrong or incorrect action. Then Fez, if we're being honest, the only dog that Fezco had in the Nate Jacobs fight is about the fact that Rue and Jules are his fucking friends and he's sick of that nigga shit just as much as they are. Nate Jacobs, to my recollection, Nate Jacobs and in, in Fezco. Did he T-
1: did he did he threaten? Did he threaten I I I want to get my timeline right because I want to make sure I understand. He, did he threaten? Did, did he threaten Fez before, or after the fight?
2: He threatened, Where,
1: like, because so. Because I remember, I remember, like, Nate and like Fez having like some confrontation prior to and then like Nate threatening Fez either physically or like he's gonna call the cops or some shit. Like, I remember that conversation yeah. happening. For I just, I'm trying to, ready. I'm trying to remember. Was that before Nate New Year's...
2: Nate had. Ye- po- had po- it was before New Year's. Nate had popped into the store, remember that Fez worked at. Yeah. Fez told him straight up, leave my bitches alone. Leave them alone. Nate did not listen to that warning and promptly got his ass with the very next time. It was very much so on site for Fez, or on
1: site. So, for so hear me out. Concert. So, hear me out. In this, in this scenario, look, and this is, this is how this worked in my head, right? Fez and Nate, like, again, Nate did something to fez right prior to fez doing something to nate no right
2: they had an exchange He didn't. the initial
1: didn't he threaten like to like get fez raided or some shit like am i bugging here i'm 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 legitimately asking i'm not trying to like i'm what
2: fez co-initiated the conversation he said listen i need you to leave my bitches alone and then nate of course feeling threatened Said, but okay, well, shit, you know, what I'm saying you got all this little shit going on, blah blah blah. I would hate to see something happen to it, blah blah blah. Yeah. So, in and, and, and inadvertently, Fez was trying to defend his friends, and then Nate had some slick shit to say in return. But the original, the original issue, Fezco had nothing to do with Nate because, aside from the fact that just like the rest of us, he didn't like that nigga.
1: Again, and, and I honor that. But my point, my point about like the oh, you didn't care because a. Nate, even beforehand, like, said some slick shit, what, you know what I'm saying? So if there was at least uh, an action before the, I'm gonna beat you over the head with a bottle. Do you see my point? It wasn't like, if feds out of nowhere just because she, he saw Nate Jacobs around, was like, bink, bink, bink. Yeah, but was a little different than like, no, you tried to, you said you're gonna get me jammed up and you're gonna have the feds raise my shit. Am, am I not like, I'm, I'm not trying to like, be dismissive when I say like, that. that doesn't make sense to you? Like, no, I'm like, I just,
2: no, I understand where you're coming from. I'm just trying to point out, like, okay, we were cheering. There, what I'm saying is that there was little to no backlash for Nate whooping this boy's ass, right? Little, everybody was, we were all pretty much on the same page, myself included. Like, yeah, you deserve that ass whooping. But then there's so much outrage about him being outed and Nate storming off. And also console. the
1: context of that, because Isaiah Rasad did just get outed too, right? Like, we've seen. I think I think that conversation was a little different because we just saw like very recently, like I think a week before the episode, like other people get out. of so that's a little more sensitive of a subject than like an ass beat. Right.
2: So context.
1: We also and don't again. really give a fuck about getting people getting the really, ass beat in general, really but that's a different story.
2: Again, but also we do because we'll justify an ass whooping if we feel like the other guy absolutely deserved it. Like, for instance, even if we felt like and and your character and who you per- portrayed yourself to be warranted, right? Like for instance, if we just take the black and white of Lexi's play, right? Lexi was observing the lifestyle that her sister was leading thus far and the decisions around her friends and decided to make a play behind it. Cassie obviously has qualms with this play. She has qualms with everything about it. Rightfully so. She feels violated. So if Cassie goes on stage and whoops Lexi's ass because she feels violated about how her private life was put on public display because of this play, we would say that Cassie was well within her rights but nobody in their right fucking mind is going to side with Cassie about whooping Lex's ass because of who Cassie is, and that's my
1: And, see, I disagree with you because I personally, like, yeah, all right, I feel it. Because <laughs> I also, you know, because going back to the beginning, I had issues with the play because I'm like, damn, shorty, like, you can even at least, if you go right, you can even, if that's your sister. An and issue you and you
2: are, and, and trying to But make- you
1: are, but she already knew from jump cuz remember conversation with fesco she was like I like she was like I don't know like Kathy not going to So you already knew that your sister not going to fuck you, with this yeah, shit You off the, had off an the, idea
2: that right?
1: you right you, you, you know what I'm saying? So then you chose to put it on anyway because fuck it we ball Cool. You have that you have that choice. You, you have that right to make that choice. Not you know what I'm saying? Cool. Cassie then also has the right to go meek 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 on stage if she so chooses
2: yeah but ain't nobody I'm I'm gonna be honest with you yeah sure if Cassie wanted to run up on that stage and get done up if you want to shit.
1: the only thing that we would comment on is like you got the only you talk about the nuance of characters and shit the only thing that would probably in my head would be a commentary of it was like you got this energy for Cassie but you keep running for Maddie that'd be the only thing
2: I mean and we can get into that too because honestly all right, let's, can we, we're going to park the car at Maddie, and then we got to, because we've been on talking about you for a minute, but my thing with Maddie is this, A, I like, if you're noticing, you're seeing Cassie turn up, and you're seeing Maddie transition, and you're seeing Maddie become, if you're noticing, Maddie's clothes are a little bit longer, they're covering her a little bit more, of course you got you the You start, marriage. you
1: see. You start to see, you start to realize what was Nate Jacob's influence. Sorry to bring that nigga up again. Yeah, like the Nate
2: Jacob influence of Maddie and how she's the makeup has been very much so turned down. The hair has been a little bit more subdued. The outfits haven't been as scantily clad and outlandish. Like you're seeing the maturity of Maddie right now. Also, I love the fact that she's a babysitter. Like I, I think that that is so sweet.
1: And it's, it's showing that like her friendship moments with everyone else. In the, in the show like I, I like that that okay. little growth like like her you know what I'm saying like giving confidence to Lexi when she was doing the makeup I, her even like embracing Rue you know what I'm saying like when she was going Maddie. for her
2: we yeah. know that Maddie can be a hellraiser we know that Maddie can be absolute hell on heels if she wants to but I've only seen Maddie be a provocateur when she's defending herself or someone else I've never seen Maddie hop out of pocket because you know she fucking like because she just had an axe to grind no she felt disrespected she felt slighted she felt and honestly it wasn't that she felt disrespected that she felt slighted no, she, she was, was. Disrespected. she was y'all had her fucked up and i'm glad uh, to an extent because i know the cataclysm that my first heartbreak or my first disappointment what that had on me and the character arc and the pivot that that had on me and mine wasn't for the positive if i'm being transparent like i was just like oh this is the villain origin story Okay. We can turn up from here. Cool. We can lack total accountability because you had me fucked up. And I'm glad that Maddie is, she ain't running from shit because that's not in her character. But I like the fact that Maddie is turning, we're watching Maddie turn a page. And the woman that she babysits for is endearing as hell. And you can, it's obvious that she sees herself in Maddie. So I like that. I love that relationship. I'm really, really enjoying that, truly, truly. But I'm curious, you know, as I always am. I'm super curious for next episode because all the last episode, you had the ending of last episode. You had Cassie breathing as hard as she could on that motherfucking glass. I thought it was a looking like hair. looking like
1: a velociraptor off of just Jurassic Park. <laughs> you know what honestly, I'm saying? Looking-
2: honestly, okay. Like I, then we see Cassie. Running down the fucking hallway, you see Maddie barefoot, I know Maddie's about that action i'm really I'm really curious to see how we wrap up this season and how we tie up all those loose things, like I'm geeked about it, but um, yeah, so we spent a good forty five minutes on euphoria
1: <laughs> just, so, to I mean,
2: ahead, just to go ahead and tell y'all how Jason Lee is going to hell
1: Uh, um, just j- j- listen, ain't no one ever been. Canceled the way Jason Lee is about to be canceled by (laughs) by the British. So Jason Lee, for those who are blessed enough to not know who he is, um, is the CEO founder of Hollywood Unlocked, right? Gossip, pink shade room type shit. So yesterday, Hollywood Unlocked posted a scoop from a source that the Queen Elizabeth is dead, right? And it, it's even said, like, Queen Elizabeth dead, y'all. Like, some, some bullshit. Now, as, you know, said that they found her dead. You know what I'm saying? Um, she was about to go visit a black man's wedding, because we know that's realistic. Um, you, you, mean the uh-huh. same, you, mean, you mean the same queen that thought Meghan Markle was too black and about to go visit a black man? Heard you. Um, <laughs> and then was found dead or whatever. Now, sidebar. I do believe they, the the parliament is slow is slow rolling out Queen Elizabeth's death, but that's not here nor there. They've already leaked that she has COVID, has mild symptoms, and they're already like saying like the Queen wants so and so to take the crown, and you know when she passes on all this other shit. So I do believe they're slow rolling the they're slow rolling the death, but I know for a motherfucking fact, if anyone had the scoop on that shit, it would not be Jason motherfucking Lee. You mean Jason Lee got the scoop on TMZ, BBC, CNN, and all them three-letter networks? (laughs) You mean Jason Lee? And to find out, come to find out, Jason Lee's scoop was from someone, like, wasn't nobody in the family. It was like a, a friend of, like, someone who was at the wedding. It was some bullshit. But... It Jason like, Lee, it was
2: giving. It was definitely giving. Like my cousin worked at the Pentagon. Injury.
1: It, like, it, 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 yeah, was it was definitely. Yeah, it was. It was. It was on that type of time. And Jason Lee went to the Slim Charles of the Wire School of lying, where if it's a lie, we fight on that lie. And definitely. that motherfucker is out here defending and saying we haven't seen an official statement from the Parliament yet. I said what I said. I believe my sources. I'm the oh boy. Oh, it's, like,
2: it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, this is a very interesting hill to not just die on, personally, but die to literally on. die on. Yeah, because like, bro, you, 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 you want me to believe Jason Lee, the same Jason Lee that was getting ignored by Beyonce, has connected to the Buckingham Palace?
1: You want me to believe a Walling out alum somehow beat everybody for the scoop of the Queen dying?
2: Now, Boy, seen- if you be- if
1: you believe that I got beachfront property in Idaho to sell you.
2: Like, I I, I believe Stranger Things. Like, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, okay, I've seen Stranger Things. So I'll bite, right? I'll bite. But I I oof, child. I don't know. I don't, I don't. It it how do I say this? And I'm pretty sure I've cussed out quote unquote journalists before. So I'm a, I'll keep it very, very brief. I am tired of people's bad news never being, that people never being able to have their bad news before the world hears. And it's not like y'all are announcing babies or announcing things, you know what I'm saying, good things before people, you know, families have the chance to consume or enjoy them. Y'all are announcing things like death. Like, for instance, the terrible reporting that happened with Kobe, we keep talking about. The terrible report, reporting that happened with Regina King's son. The terrible fucking reporting coming... The false and terrible reporting that's coming from the Buckingham... Like, coming out of the Buckingham Palace. Like, eventually... And also... What's that little girl name that just got... Like, Cardi B literally just won a lawsuit because of somebody not being able to shut the fuck up and if they were going to run name out, at least had a goddamn fact straight. Like, are y'all not learning anything? And what's crazy is that before... Sometimes before all of these false office reports and these dumbass shit comes out, my nigga, you get a cease and like, all right, for instance, with Cardi B and this Tasha bitch, right? Tasha got hit with a cease and desist order before she got ordered, before she got sent to court and got to pay Cardi B that fucking month, baby. She was told to shut the fuck up before she got, no, she was asked to shut the fuck up before she got told to shut the fuck up. And now you got to pay what you owe, sis. Like, that's embarrassing as fuck. Like, and the days of shame have ruined y'all. Ruined y'all.
1: You know what else is? And for some, for some, for those who don't know, I used to work at a, a media company. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't gonna put their name out there. You know, you know, cause I ain't trying to get no cease and desist. Nope,
2: cause if you get jammed up.
1: Do not mention my name. But like, we have to take some of the blame for the fall of journalism. And here's what I mean by that. And it's it 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 kind of comes into and I you know I hate to be the get off my lawn sort of motherfucker. <laughs> but our our need for instant information and microwave gratification and instant gratification and in our consumerism really put a, a lot of detriment into the actual journalism society, right? I'll use an example. Right. So you know about the Deshaun Watson situation, right? The fact that you don't is a proof that journal, the journalism, so for example, it used to be where you had like a, a couple different dedicated reporters in every major city or every city that had a newspaper, you had somebody who was there to report on shit, create relationships, take for time, build, cultivate shit. And generally that will be paid with like, okay, here's a lot of details on the story. Here's what's going on. Here's what's going out. Deshaun Watson, for example, the reason why a lot of us don't know more about it, we don't even know how the case is going, is because there's no, there's no like real journalistic base in Houston where he's where he's at, or Miami, or wherever to kind of really do the legwork and take the time to like interview people, interview people off a of record, follow up on sources, do all of these different things that you need to do in order to like get your shit together and get your facts straight. The most, the, hi- the most highly paid journalists now are the shade room, or 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 people who like tweet breaking news, like the ESPN insiders, like Adam Schefter, you know Stephen A. Smith, Adrian Wojnarowski, like people who their entire ethos is like getting out first instead of checking to see if it's right, and, and because cool. they know now it's, it, and because and the reason why that's become the ethos is because of our need for. Quick, 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 quick! Give it to me now. Give it. I don't give a fuck if you checked it yet. Give it to me now. Give it to there's me now. Versus. To
2: say. Sorry, go ahead, Calvin.
1: It's all good. We cut each other. We cut each other off a lot today. We'll work. We're working on that. I think um, that is
2: consumerism. There's something to be said about how consumerism has been jeopardizing the integrity of honest reporting and responsible reporting because everybody because there's no money
1: and there's no money in being made when there's you're no second, in- but you got everything.
2: Exactly, there's no money in there's no money in that, and I think that we as a, I mean I hate saying this, but we as a society are to blame for the irresponsible way that things get reported and
1: absolutely, that's why I agree 100 percent that's why I, I believe that because we we want now, we want now I mean we're, and we knock home. I don't for example, another example, right if you're on if you've been on Twitter today, you know what the trending topic of the day was. And I'm not here to talk any shit about what's going on with those two motherfuckers because I don't know shit because there's been no journalistic reporting about what the fuck is actually going on in, in that legal situation. I did a Google search to try to figure out some actual shit, you know what I'm saying? Trying to see what's what, right? Nothing. Everything is TMZ, Shade Room. DJ academics, first and foremost, how the fuck did DJ academics become a pillar of this culture? We gotta, we gotta really reevaluate some shit.
2: So let's park the car right here, shall we, friend? Because I wanted mm-hmm. to cuss out DJ academics officially. Like, I have not mentioned this man's name on this here platform because honestly, I try to ignore men like that. I, I don't, I don't like using names like that and men like that as platform material honestly because like that's what the fuck they do the same thing about dumb and dumber over there with their with that podcast like antagonizing women there is something to be said about these niggas who have been making a lot of money and headway like, and engagement from being deliberately antagonizing to black it's, it's out it's
1: out, outrage marketing has it it's 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 and, and again a quick Aside, outrage yeah. marketing has been a tried and true way of getting of getting eyeballs on some shit. For example, I ain't know them. I ain't know who the niggas was until you know. what I'm saying that that shit happened with Britney or whatever the fuck. Think about all the outrage marketing that's happened with companies to black people. H and M, Gucci. We can list out all the different shit right. and and so and it's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to consistently ignore people actively choosing to antagonize you, right? We know, Again, we know this from personal experience. But sometimes the best way to kill a fire is to, is to, is to smother it and make sure the fire doesn't get any air. Because, and I've I, we've said this with like, uh, you know what I'm saying, Tommy Lauren and, and all of these conservatives who Candace Owens of the world. But in the way our consumerism... In digital age has shown the algorithm can't tell the difference of impressions if we're saying fuck you or we're saying thank you. They just see the hits. And so every quote tweet that you do trying to dunk on DJ Academics, trying to dunk on Tommy Lauren, Candace Owens, whoever the fuck, they're able to turn around and sell and show brands and advertisers, look, I get this much traffic every day. They don't have to say, 90% of it is, is them telling me, go fuck yourself, you a bitch, you a hoe-ass nigga, you're a clown, you're whatever. They just say, I get this much traffic. And again, in, in the consumerism and, and data analytical world that we live in, the companies are like, oh, all right. And keeps giving them platforms because they know even if 95% of the people watching you hate you, they're watching It's similar to Floyd Mayweather in sports, right? Floyd Mayweather is the biggest money draw in boxing, not because he's a likable or a good human being, It's because people pay to see him fail. People go in and pay money and sit there on the off chance that he will fail. The you same know, thing. The same thing applies we, here with did, the, with academics, right? Like you, you gotta out, stop giving these these type of niggas a plan. Right. We we.
2: Right. The 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 cause the the cause and cure is stop listening right. But let's let's be clear. We live in a society where clickbait and engagement is is the name of the game, right? So just straight up ignoring them, giving them less engagement is how we solve the problem. But let's be real, there are some people who enjoy the dust and the noise that comes from us, So let's just talk about what we're talking about, right? My issue with niggas like academics is that you would never try a man with this same thing. You only pipe up and you get your clicks and your engagement off antagonizing calling women liars and and gaslighting to the point where they don't even believe what the fuck happened to them And the subsect of niggas that agree with this him agree with him who think that being this kind of loud and abusive, also these academics, what dog do you have to fight?
1: And so, right, like so A, all first and foremost, all your favorite blogs are on someone's payroll. Whether it's, someone, whether it's your fave, whether it's someone else you don't like, that's another reason this shit's nasty because you're, not, you're no longer getting authentic, non-biased journalism. Everybody is being paid by somebody and therefore is reporting the news with a, some sort of slant in, 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 in accordance to that. That's the first thing. Second thing, DJ Academics he he goes after because I've seen him go after like some men, but he always goes after people he think won't touch him, or people he know can't touch him because they got some sort of they on own some strikes or they, you know what I'm saying like DJ academics isn't a person you get stripes for beating up. He's one he so, he's he, similar he's similar he, in a lot of ways to a lot of these niggas. Like if you beat up DJ F academics, I'm like damn bro for real like yeah, <laughs> like don't you know. don't get no stri- you don't you don't get no points for that.
2: DJ Academics is definitely the kind of person who strategically pick because he knows, like, for instance, his conversation with Brittany Renner, right? I Brit okay, Britney is gonna go on your show because she's great, right? But also She,
1: you, she, she got shit she needs to sell. Like, you know what I mean? And she also she,
2: there's a pretty it's pretty much understood that we can the main supporters of whole culture are fellow hoes and other women, right? So you take a woman like Brittany who has some um, obviously like it's across the board recognize who she is and where she comes from for both men and women like there's no disagreements there when it comes to that kind of personality so but giving a getting a woman like her on the main line to talk and, and pretty much slut shame her is niggas gonna, are, are gonna watch because they're like oh yeah let that bitch have it take that whole down rip her apart like y'all like seeing strong women being broke y'all like so you're gonna click you're gonna follow you're gonna engage you're gonna watch which is disgusting. Like that's gross. But then Brittany didn't even say anything intelligent. She just called that nigga bitch. She said, You the same word, you are the only reason why you don't like a woman like me is because you can never have. Her. Shut that shit down. That's like that, that is she didn't say anything profound. She saw, she called that nigga what the fuck he was, a simping ass bitch. Because if Britney Renner was trying to throw academics some pussy, he would take it in the same mouth that he'd be calling her a hoe, which is very similar to the bunch of you niggas out here. That's why y'all relate. To- I, have a,
1: I have a comment, but it's going to distract from your real points. So I'm going to shut
2: up. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> like, but like...
1: Because <laughs> like... <laughs> cause like let, let, let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck, right? Because you you fuck niggas that you think are hoes before, haven't you?
2: Bro, I don't date men who aren't hoes.
1: You f- but that doesn't change the fact that they're still hoes even after you fucked them, right?
2: Yeah, but like I don't Calvin, let's be clear. For anybody who if this is your first episode, this is an interesting episode to be number one, first of all. Second of all, welcome. Third of all, baby, for the record, Alex is a horror baby. Oh, I'm, I'm not I'm know. not I'm not
1: I am not i am i was not trying to slut shame you at all. You no, know no, no, me. No, no, you no no, no, no,
2: no, no, oh no, I'm not taking this as slut shaming. But what I'm saying is that so
1: My only thing is so, okay. I'm actually more on your side than you think with this because my thing is this, right? And that's why I didn't want, it's like, look, but, but a hoe could be a hoe and you still fuck. But the funny thing is, is you call, some of these niggas be calling a woman hoe who they tried to fuck and got curved. That's the only thing that's funny to me, right? You know what I'm okay, saying? Like, I'm like, like you calling her a hoe but she don't fuck you.
2: As a woman who has only, like, the majority of the men that I've ever dealt with were, were fellow hoes. They knew exactly what type of time it was when we were getting married, right? We was both on some ho-shit. It was fun ho-shit while it lasted. Boom, boom, boom. I've never been slut-shamed by a man who was doing the same act, who was out here in the same way that I've ever been. I was always slut-shamed by the niggas who I would never get the time to pay.
1: I make the world go around if we keep it in the buck.
2: Yeah. So that's why niggas like academics and everybody who agrees with him can suck my dick. Also, I don't want to touch too much on this because, again, protect black women. And if you protect black women like you say you do, Defending shit like Tory Lane, de- defending anything when it comes defending the opposite thing that, ha- excuse me, being on the opposing side of an argument when the facts are disgusting how a black woman was put at harm automatically makes you an op. If when a black woman says she was shot and this is shot. like, for instance, if I came to you, Calvin, and I said, Calvin, I was shot, the first thing out of your mouth is, are you okay? What happened? What do you, know? right? If those are all you know, It's easy to say support Black women, protect Black women, because all you know is Alex got hurt. But if I came to you, Calvin, and I say I was hurt by your big bro, or I was hurt by somebody that you respect, all of a sudden it's got to hear both sides, and I don't know, Alex, that's my man, and I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And that, not saying you specifically, but using it as as an example, right? All of a sudden, because y'all feel like there's a proximity to the person being accused, now you need to hear both sides when the conversation should have just been protect black women. Is she okay? And if niggas really need to wait, and if niggas need to are, and, and it's typically the men who want to sit here and talk about needing to hear both sides that have already had their mind made up about which side they're taking. And it's never in the defense of women. Oh, I got to hear both sides. What happened? Because when, okay. So when the case comes out and for instance, say that the circumstances are exactly what we thought they were. Megan got hurt. Tori is the one behind it. Right. The accused, the facts, the facts stand on the side of the accuser. Right? It's gonna be cricket. It's not gonna be my bad, Megan. I was wrong. I hope you recover okay. It's fuck that nigga Tory for life. You niggas not just gonna say anything. So,
1: my, so my question is this: I'm gonna let you finish. I have a question afterwards. Go ahead. Um, if so, my whole thing is this, and, I, and please be clear what I I haven't commented on this shit in a while because this shit is in the legal court at this point right so y'all all everyone's like making because it was a post and delete type shit that's like causing the conversation i'm my thing is this right because that's part of the reason we're so i'm lamenting all of this fake you know gossip journalism is because we're all speaking on conjecture and no one's speaking on like what's going on in the actual case. We don't know what's going on in the actual case cuz very very few legitimate people who are reporting on this actual case. The 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 whole thing just got postponed again to like April type shit. My, so I'm not you know what I'm saying at this point like from I don't honestly I don't even know the facts that we know cuz I'm I, like I like there's it, it, just a whole bunch of shit. Like I don't there's not a reason for Megan to have lied you know what I'm saying so I want to make sure like like, Megan lying to that extent it would it would shock me if that was the case right but also I think sometimes it's hard so it's like this right (laughs) nuance is the name of the nuance is the word of the day right because with you and me, obviously, we have a certain level of a relationship that, because I'd actually know you. And I think, and so it's, 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 I don't like using you and me as examples because I think, versus, you know what I mean? So I, so I don't like that. But I look at it like this, right? Like, hey, like, believe, believe the, believe the accuser until actual. Hard evidence says otherwise, right? A lot of you niggas are jumping without the parachute of like actual facts to prove. You're going off of like posting deletes from DJ Academics and like my cousin works at the Pentagon. Level bullshit. Now, if the case comes back, and I'm asking, I'm not saying, I'm not. Be clear. If the case comes back and like Tory's acquitted, what happens? I'm not. I'm not even saying it's likely. I'm just asking what happens. Like, I'm not like, please, please don't, I'm not trying to put no sauce on it or some accusatory shit. Like, what happens?
2: Then my question, my baseline is still the same for me. It's still the same. Megan came out and said that Tory Lane was, was the one that shot her. Right? Megan said that. Mm-hmm. Tory Lane's also issued an apology to her. If He did that as well.
1: Again, but like I, right, I don't want to no, cut right. you off, let, right? No,
2: no, no. Let's stay. Let, let's stay in scope. Let's stay in scope. You're right.
1: Yeah, because you know what I'm saying. Because like he he already out. he tried to explain if that apology away out. on some other shit, right? So but like, if
2: it comes out, if it comes out that if it comes out that Lanes gets acquitted, right? They're, they're all charges dropped. He did, or no? Are we talking about him getting acquitted? Or are we talking about him actually being innocent? Like so like, so.
1: So in, oh, and, and oftentimes very like, like the semantics, whatever because so, right. the post and delete said that like, the DNA evidence wasn't found on the gun, whatever, let's just say if he, let's just say like they couldn't find enough evidence that Tory Lane shot her. Let's say it like that, like
2: okay, mm-hmm. so we could not find enough evidence that suggests that Tory Lane that points to the fact that Tory Lane shot her.
1: that Tory Lane shot Megan okay. stallion.
2: Okay my. Name. My very, very, very next reaction is still a black woman got put in harm's way. A black woman that we all saw on camera got shot and she was bleeding out on in the in the Beverly Hills ash. We all saw. That is a fact. Does this change my 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 stance with Megan? No. She said that that man shot her. They took it to court. The legal process decided that there was no evidence, right? According to, right, this fake-ass scenario. Right. It still leaves the same questions that are being asked today. I mean, some of the same questions that are being asked right now as they were being at, that they would be asked then. So what happened? If the court came out and said, we could, first of all, semantics game, right? Haha, my favorite.
1: You know what I'm saying? Says, like, that's so that's no, why I, was, I didn't want to like play it like on some
2: semantics, right? Semantics game, right? It, and just keeping things at surface level because we can play semantics, right? Semantics say the court says that there was not enough evidence to prove that Tori Lane shot her. It didn't say Tori Lane did not shoot her, but those are semantics and that takes away from the point. My opinions about this situation do not change because we are still talking about a black woman being put in harm's way. That has always been my baseline. So, my opinions about this will not change. My thoughts, however, are, okay, the burden of proof, the the burden of proof is still on. The, the, still on, I mean, at this point, Megan, the court, you said that this man shot you, took it to court, the court said he didn't shoot you, so... Are you still standing by this accusation? Are you still are Are you still standing by this? And depending upon what Megan says after that, because I, I'm gonna be honest with you, up until this point, I believe her. I still believe her. This is some egregious shit. And there are a lot of players in this scenario that have not said anything because y'all remember, allegedly Kylie Jenner was in the car. We haven't heard of. No, it
1: wasn't. Uh... Back time right like i want to make sure we kylie they left kylie's house it was her
2: oh, okay, okay okay okay, okay. yeah
1: they left kylie's right. house it was right. her
2: but we kelsey
1: leaving. the best friend kelsey. and tori and his bodyguard
2: right so we haven't so we know that megan and kelsey fell out right we know that there were more people in the car there are more players in the scenario there were a lot more witnesses than what, than what we're looking at right so what we do know about the stories is that there's your side my side and what actually fucking happened at the end of the day a gun was discharged and it harmed me those are that's what we do know everything else up for the up for debate so but of course i hate talking about that particular scenario because it's just We don't,
1: we don't know. So my whole thing in the obvious, like, I, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I just, it was more like a, obviously it was a hypothetical question. Me personally right now, like, I'm not jumping, like, a lot of niggas are jumping out the window off of, like, not, you know what I'm saying? Not shit, like, not actual shit. And we could talk, we could still talk about, like, the antagonization that happened, after 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 whatever went down went down but also i'm like if and i'm not excusing the nigga if i felt like if i was if i didn't do it and people told me i do it how would i i'm not i don't again i don't it the the whole point is like i don't why would megan lie about this if if you know what i'm saying because that i don't think that's a i don't Again, we don't know everyone's character, but that don't, that don't, that don't jive with what, who we, we know Megan to be, right? If someone's like, I'm just going to lie and say, this nigga shot me. You know what I'm saying? But, but I think it's just like the antagonization after the fact, right? Like, it's like, you could have, honestly, Tory would have been better off shutting the fuck up. I think the problem, he started talking, and he started talking without his PR team. <laughs> another, another downfall of journalism and consumerism. Y'all niggas don't have PR teams anymore it's just so so you know what i'm saying like you still antagonized her you made a whole album after the fact like you know what i'm saying you did you know what i'm saying you 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 violated your order to stay away from her when you pulled up when you pulled up surprise at like uh rolling loud like you so again going back to your point of like character right like even if even if the the the, the courts let Tory go right his character isn't at this point people aren't necessarily going give to a, give a fuck if it hap- you know, that he got let go because of his actions in the interim from the incident to now. Does that make sense? Like, whether that's right or wrong and different, but like, even if like, for example, in this hypothetical example, right, like, say, of course, like, we ain't got, we ain't got enough evidence to, 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 to convict this nigga, we just going to dismiss the charge or whatever the case may be. Right. The way Tory acted, in, you know what I'm saying, the whole, every, all the antics a lot of people ain't going to let that nigga back in their good graces, even if the courts didn't, you know what I'm saying? Does that and make you know, sense? I,
2: and no, I agree. I agree. And to be honest with you, um, it'll be hard. Like, do I see myself letting Tory Lanez back into my, like, Serato? Probably not. <laughs> like, I don't know. He hasn't been in there in a while. And I'll be honest with you, I've grown across him a lot. Listen. Does he have a couple bangers that I miss out on? Yeah, absolutely. But that's the sacrifice that I make as a conscious consumer of the art that I I, I want in my life.
1: So- yeah, we all we all have people we don't listen to for whatever reason. Like you know what I'm saying, it is. You know what I'm saying, like, yeah, like I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm, I I guess. But the main thing is for me, and I want to make sure I'm clear on the main thing. Is like, look, a lot of you niggas are, are jumping out of a window. And hoping that the facts make it a soft landing after the fact. And I don't think that's a good way to go about your life. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to people you don't fucking know. None of us know Tori and Megan personally, or none of us know we we are, we we know the personas they put on to entertain and sell us shit. None of these people, you don't know these motherfuckers in real life. So, like, y'all... Like the whole, you know what I'm saying? You don't. So stop. Like, and I think all of these situations, we often, we forget that like, there's probably real people in your life that have gone through something similar and who are seeing how you jump out the window or how you move when it's a celebrity that you don't know. And they're not telling you what they're going through because they don't trust you to handle the situation. And you have to be mindful of that because, or you don't have to, I mean, it's your life, but like there's, there's, there's people in your life that are going through things you don't know because, let's be honest, we're all going through something that no one knows about. And they see how you're moving in this situation and we're, taking, and we're taking inventory on whether or not they feel like you could you could handle them with care if, if they ever needed you to. And just be mindful of that. Like, you don't got to... This, this situation doesn't have a winner to me. Like, I don't... Like, even in the hypothetical situation where Tori gets acquitted, I'm not celebrating. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like, woo! Like, this situation is fucked up. Like, no matter how it plays out, it ends up, something happened where she was harmed. She was injured. That's a fucked up situation. Whether it's glass, bullet fragment, whatever thing you want to say, like, something happened where she was harmed and and, and put in a dangerous situation, and something happened that, like, could have honestly gone a whole lot worse if everything that we believe, everything that we know to be true, is actual facts. Like, this, unfortunately, is on the better case scenario that it was just like some shit in the foot. You got a drunk nigga with a gun, allegedly. You, two, you got intoxicated everybody, allegedly, and high ass emotions. We know in our normal lives that we don't got a lot of money on. That can, that's a recipe for disaster. So, this is not a situation I don't want to take a victory lap on. Regardless, like this shit's fucked up. Right. Like, you know what I mean? This shit's a bad, it's a bad job. Like, no matter how we slice it, no one came out the winner here. <laughs> like, eat, like, like, no one wins here. Like, even if Tori goes to jail, it's not like Meg Bestallion won. She's, tra- she's traumatized for, you know what I'm saying, off of this entire incident. She's had her name dring- dragged through the mud. You know what I'm saying? So she doesn't win if Tori's guilty. And if Tory's innocent, he doesn't win either, because the last two years, this nigga got knocked at the height of his popularity, and we all and for the, and the majority of us, Shaky shot the biggest rap star in the country. Like, no one wins here.
2: You know what? That part, Calvin, I think we can agree with, because I don't think after this incident, either one of their careers comes back. Not, like, depending upon how it shakes, like, And that's the part that scares me, because obviously I was a fan of both of them. For a while there, like, Quarantine Radio was holding us down.
1: Bro, Quarantine Radio was, besides Quarantine, okay, so you know the DJ D-Nice, like, DJ sessions? So that was, like, the the A-side of Quarantine, and then the B-side was Quarantine Radio. Like, that's what I'm saying, like, and and Tori had a personality that endeared himself to a lot of people because he was funny. And just, and, you know
2: what I'm saying? We gave his cute, cute nostalgia ridden ass a couple passes, but I'm going to be honest with you. Those passes were never enough for me to absolve potentially putting a black woman in harm's way. And the fact that you were even rumored or connected with some shit like that is enough for me to not really want to fuck with you. Because, and I'm sorry, the, the fact that you could even be associated with violence against black women is enough for me to put this. Shit and that's my problematic trait i'm i'm I don't want to be associated with like that. I do not
1: and I think my problematic trait is because I've been in a situation and I've also been very privy to situations where people have put evil ass things on me that I did not do right and I've had to like like legitimately like fight for my name and also see other people fight for their name and also like w- again we're not putting everybody's business up there. Yeah. Me and you, we had to we had to clear some shit up. But like no that nigga didn't do that. Like we were there. That nigga didn't do that. Just so oh, so, so I so I so I don't use I don't use that I don't use that to like excuse what's going on. And I am not saying I'm not caping for the nigga like if you did like odds are you did the shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not excuse, I'm not using that to like, I he was in a... I don't get... You know what I'm
2: saying? I probably agree with you had Tori's act proceeding... I mean, I proceeded following this but, incident. And that's what I said, and right? And that's what I'm saying. He wasn't like, oh my God, he's hurt at the end of the day. Fuck the rumors. Fuck the allegation. Even if... My thing about it is this. Because Megan didn't say anything for a while. Tori was the first person to come out and start going on this. He did so
1: I, I, continue no. I don't want I don't want I don't want to put us on track by remembering shit I don't Megan, go
2: Megan didn't say a thing She didn't say I a think word.
1: Tori she said she said when Megan first said something, she said, said that she Tori was going behind out. her yes, yeah, she said Tori was like go, going behind back to like blog to try to like put some shit out right
2: Yeah, no, not even that. Tori himself was on social media. Tori himself was talking a lot. Tori himself before Megan had even made a statement, Tori had already put out a mixtape. So that's what I'm saying like it's been so
1: long ago i for, I forgot the timeline, so but yeah Tori,
2: started, Tori had started doing a lot before Megan had made a statement before there was any accusation before there was any fingers pointing in, in any direction, Megan was just like, I got shot, and then the, 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 the I
1: remember now'cause people because like, certain people started pointing the finger at Tori that weren't Megan, but it was like you know what I'm saying Meghan like I think her d j or
2: Megan didn't but Megan say didn't, didn't
1: say anything herself.
2: Megan didn't say anything herself. Her the DJ came out, and I, I mean, I her DJ, but um, fucking Tory did. And I don't want to harp too long on, on this, but my point about it is this: I just don't like when people misconstrue or misinterpret the facts because they they have they have a thing or or um they favor one side of the excuse me they favor the person who's on one side of the argument. Y'all have to learn how to take facts a little bit more objective. We have to learn how to take facts a little bit more objectively because it's harmful like that's not okay megan got shot there was no acting megan didn't make any accusations until story Lane got on the internet acting like an asshole and then she had to say something so that's also my point like he didn't sit there and say damn i was speedy recovery and Megan is stallion my prayer my thoughts and prayers are with He didn't say, "Damn, my homie got shot," or he didn't. That wasn't his reaction. His initial reaction was, "It wasn't me." Nigga, didn't nobody say all that? So, what the fuck are you trying to cape for? What are you hiding from? What are you trying to? And that, and and
1: it's it's kind of like the 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 the, the boy who cried wolf, right? It's like if if the first thing out your mouth is 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 like, "Well, I ain't do it." Like it's like in 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 a more juvenile way, if like someone farted in the room. And and and, and so the first person was like, man, I ain't do it. Like, yeah, nigga, yes, you did. Because why are you jumping out the window like that, right? So it's like, yeah, like again, up,
0: yeah.
1: And right? so uh, that's my whole point. My whole point is this, right? I think the facts that we know and that are confirmed and concrete are very little. So everyone who's like taking the the breadcrumb and like making an entire dish out of it is wild to me. And so that's why I'm not like you. Don't, I'm not here to like. Like, bro, like it doesn't cost anything to shut the fuck up and 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 take the the actual facts from like the courts instead of your favorite blog, and then do with that once you will once the actual facts from the actual reputable court sources come out. Y'all niggas taking shit from fucking Hollywood and lock shade room and, and fucking DJ academics and treating it as gospel. That's a, that's wild to me.
2: And there it is. And there it is. But uh. Calvin,
1: would you like to end this on a positive note? Uh, yeah, I got you. Um, <laughs> so I, a lot of us are going through a lot, right? We're all going through different things. You know, this has been a very rough, you know what I'm saying, a couple years. years. Um, I, I will say to you guys that you do not have to work yourself to death. Um, your life is more than your job and your accomplishments your life is more than (laughs) dead dead ass, like take the PTO like just make sure you got a work-life balance, like you know what I'm saying take time for yourself in whatever way that looks like you know what I'm saying, the work gonna be there, right, and I know there's a balance between take your PTO and like don't get fired, but honestly even if you do get fired there's another job out there for you like don't feel like you need to work yourself to death. Cause who are you like you're trying to prove yourself to who? The same people who are probably underpaying you, the same people who are gonna look you over for a promotion, the same people that once you work yourself to death your reward is more work. Like let's honestly take inventory of yourself. Like if you're tired, close the laptop and go to sleep. The work will be there tomorrow. If you need an extension, communicate that to whoever you whoever you gotta communicate that with, like, hey. Like life is life, and right now, can can we can't, can I get a, can I get a couple extra days? If you can't, you can't. But like you, for whether you're in school, whether you're in work, grad school, whatever, like like because these people will and will 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 take the life force out of you and then go find your replacement. when they ain't got nothing else to do with you. And I want us to fight against that, however you can. With if you if you got a mountain full of work, but you're tired. Go to sleep because you're probably not going to be the best self working at something when you're tired anyway. If, you, if, you're, if you're sick, take the day. If you, if you, if you want to take a 15-minute dance break instead of getting, do that shit. Because at the end of the day, you have to look out for you because no one else is going to look out for you the way you look out for you. And especially not no employer or not, or not no school. So look out for you. Take care of you. Focus on your chicken, your mental, your physical health. And make sure that you, the star player, is good before you worry about anybody else.
2: I agree. I listen. I ain't even got no two cents to add. <laughs> it's your girl, Ali Nicole. It's your
1: it's your boy, C Diddy. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Yo, I'm about to take a chance. Yo, blindfolded with the free bro. Little mama playing good defense. Two seconds on the clock, I'm gone. Score. About to shoot, about to shoot, about to shoot my shot. Yes. Yo, about yes. to shoot, about to
0: shoot.